Welcome home to, to the, the Loving Consciously, Consciously Podcast. My name is Amanda. And my name is Eric. And if you are like us, nobody, nobody taught, taught you how to love. love. We are best friends and life partners here to vulnerably and authentically share our seven-year journey to unconditional love. Our mission is to help you learn how to love consciously in all of your relationships so we can journey together towards a more effective, intentional, and fulfilling way of giving and receiving love. Loving, Loving Consciously. Consciously. Together, we have overcome neurodivergence, mental health, addiction, pregnancy loss, infidelity, and grief. After six years, the lack of knowledge on how to heal or love each other through these challenges led to our separation. After us both spiritually awakening and recommitting, we built our new conscious partnership founded on unconditional love and a commitment to personal growth. Thank you for joining us as we put it all out there to show you the duality of our love's pain and beauty. And remind you that you have both the capacity to love consciously and the power to always, always choose love. Welcome back to the Loving Consciously podcast. As we told you all three weeks ago, this is going to be our first teaching episode with our first topic. Today we are talking about equality in love. And want to give a little bit of background and kind of disclaimers here. First and foremost, this is our first time recording in the RV that we are moving into and I have been a little bit under the weather and we are going to try and do our first version or our first episode if you will of unedited completely raw unfiltered content and so bear with us as we kind of navigate all of that and also want to address that we have been gone for three weeks we have been traveling and moving and moving you know out of the house into the RV and just honestly dealing with so much and we're going to later on in this podcast after the kind of core information we are going to touch on those things those updates looking at you know this RV and house journey and some other really big honestly like trajectory altering things that have happened in this last month so stick around for that and you know we do apologize that we've been away for the last three weeks we really just needed some time and needed to take that energy to focus on us and getting us to a place where we can come back better than ever. Yeah, thank you for starting us off. It's so good to be back. It's so good to share in this space and energy with all of you. So let's go ahead and get into the meat of it. What is equality? Equality is the state of being equal, especially in status, rights, and opportunities. And so really what equality talks about is the idea that no one person is greater than or less than another. We're all created equal in God and in the universe's eyes. We all have our own unique gifts. We all have our own unique challenges that we face. And inequality in our relationships refers to the imbalance of power between those two people. And something that I've, you know, talked about before, I think we've talked about it on this podcast, definitely on mine, is this concept that all human beings, all souls, if you will, are equal sovereign beings. Whatever you believe in, um, you know, we save space for and respect all beliefs here, but whatever you believe in created all of this. We were all created equal. And that has, you know, gotten lost and I think forgotten in society and in governments and in egos and we kind of really see this world the, this society if you will that's built on power and we really want to challenge that 
kind of way of thinking and it's only fitting this is our first episode because if we can't all at least agree on this and this content and start rewiring that subconscious thinking for coming from you know all of your relationships with a place of equality then we definitely can't learn to love consciously because this is like ground zero step one so we're looking at relationship structures governments bosses parents etc and encouraging you to lean into those beliefs and thoughts and as always challenge them yeah i mean there is no ownership or responsibility or authority between two people when you take a look at a relationship when two people come together romantically and they work together to build this new relationship that is a combination of now these two people coming into one whole there cannot be an imbalance of power or expectation because what we're essentially saying is i'm going to bring my whole self into this relationship and i'm going to accept you as your whole self in this relationship and as we come together we realize that authority is an illusion and we all have just as much right to love and be loved as one another there is no one person on here that deserves more love than anybody else something really impactful that we were discussing when we were kind of talking about this concept of equality and conscious relationships is that loving consciously is not ownership it really release, releases the need for control of the other person, which the need for control is usually driven by fear, and puts that energy that you were putting on, you know, controlling the other person or having authority or power over the other person or fearing, you know, not having control or power over the other person. It brings all that energy back so that you can focus on you because that's the essence of conscious relationships is focusing on yourself, working on yourself, pointing you know, inwards and and going inwards. And we do that through not viewing, you know, relationships as ownership. And it also, something really powerful that we talked about is it relieves the person, ego, mind, whatever you want to call it, of the need to defend its autonomy. When we put the ego or the mind or the person in a defense state of, you know, I I am your parent and you will listen to me, or I am your boss, or I am your best friend, so I'm above the other friends, right? Anytime we start getting structures and this imbalance of power and whatnot, it really puts the that person in a state of defense. Like, no, you don't have power over me because that's a natural reaction. We were not, you know, designed. We were all created equal. And so in the end, that really just opens the door for more love and more healing. And it allows you to sit together as equals working towards the same goal, which is a meaningful relationship with more love. Whether it's your parent, whether it's a sibling, whether it's your romantic partner, the important part is coming together as equal partners in the relationship, not as one scolding the other or one looking to gain something from the other, but to come and say, hey, this is my raw experience share with me your raw experience and let's work together to try and figure out how we can come together in love. I know this is something that has been challenging for us in the past 
we both are very strong-willed and stubborn and passionate and those are a really interesting combo when you have two people with really strong identities and really strong opinions and experiences because it is something we had to learn we had to learn how to view and treat each other as equals and you naturally just you know you do it's normal you get into these power structures you know like I earn more money or I you know am responsible for this thing or whatever it may be and I wasn't saying I earn more money I'm just saying like these hypothetical situations again I talked about that you know best friend or closest friend or whatever it may be and it really just when you can look at your person, partner, loved one, friend, whoever it is, as your equal, you can really start to build this beautiful foundation of conscious love and conscious relation. And the energy just comes back again to focusing on you, focusing on what you need to heal. And, you know, that hasn't always come easy for us, but it's something I feel like we've done a lot of work around and it's definitely a lot better today. Yeah. And it really allows you to shed the expectations that you might consciously or subconsciously have of that person. So for example, coming together with a parent, you may accept, or ex- apologies, you may expect them to treat you a certain way or love you a certain way. But when we shed those identities of parent and label, all those things, partner, and really sit down and say, you are another soul on the same journey as I am. Regardless of your age, regardless of your experience, we are all our inner children looking to be loved and seen and healed and acknowledged. And so when we release the expectation of you are my parent, you are my child, I need you to treat me in this certain way to fulfill my needs, and you look inward instead and say, okay, this is how this person, this is how I am responding to this person. And maybe that shows us in our own lives how we're not meeting our own needs and how we can start to look inward and say, okay, this is clearly an expectation I have of this person. So how can I start to heal and work on that for myself and then allow that person to grow in their journey at their own pace with love and meet them kind of where they're at. You know, when we work on ourselves and heal ourselves, we can then show up for the people who at that point in our life we were expecting something from with love and show them how to maybe love the parts of themselves that they're not able to at that time. Mm, So good. So the challenge for this next week is, you know, sit with this, meditate on this, journal on this, pray on this, whatever you do to self-inquire and, you know, do that inner work for yourself. Like really ask yourself, where am I maybe not viewing people as my equal or what relationships potentially have that imbalance of power and how can I start or that illusion of authority? How can I start to kind of bring those relationships to a middle ground and you know as we've touched on and just kind of in summary my best advice is to just remove the labels remove the expectations remove the attachments I'm a human you're a human 
were equally created with equal rights and equal abilities and experiences. We are not enemies. We are working towards the same goal. And part of conscious love and conscious relation is embodying that and understanding that it's not even really about the other person or the label or the attachment. Everything comes back to you. Everything comes back to yourself and everything comes back to love. So with that, we can get into a little bit of the updates on our life. It has been a wildly dynamic and intense month of September. I just released an episode on my podcast not even an hour ago talking about my experience and some of the more unique things to me. And we're going to touch on, honestly, the kind of same three core pillars that I touched on in mine, and that is, you know, our personal journeys and kind of this RV house releasing attachment journey that we're on. And then number two is kind of our spiritual journey. And we've been in different places, but also sharing this kind of journey back to church and God and what that looks like as our spiritual selves and and how we make that work for us because we've both had, you know, extensive experience with religion and something that we had really been away from for a long time and so like how do we integrate that and then number three being relationships you know our relationship has been called forward to expand and grow more and find a new phase because we are entering a new phase of life we are moving into an rv we are you know really going through a period of change and that is requiring us to grow and come forward and shed some old stuff literally and identities and emotions and then also family and you know specifically your parents we went back home to Arizona for a wedding and actually had a conversation and you know some forward motion and potential for healing started there which is really huge especially since we just talked about this recently in an episode so those are kind of the three core things and uh, we'll get started with number one which is this journey of you know the RV and the house and I'll let you kind of touch on your experiences because we've had two very different experiences. Yes we have and that just goes to show that although we are in romantic relationship and we are on this spiritual journey together we're also individuals and we're also having our own unique challenges and opportunities for growth that are based off of our life experience up to this point and for me this rv house changing experience it's all happened so quickly and in a beautiful intense way it has been a purging of everything that was not serving us that was weighing us down and as we kind of transition to this life of downsizing from a large family home with four dogs to a 28 foot camper trailer and letting go of physical possessions letting go of energy of the house and just memories that were in this space it's brought up emotions that have been stored within my body that I didn't even realize were still there. Things like not wanting to let go of my old retro Nintendo 64 because it, because it brought up emotions of safety and happiness that I related to as a child. And 
recognizing, okay, there's, there's this object that I put my happiness on, that I used to create a safety net for myself. And now as we go out into this world and we get to experience all these new experiences, I have to create my own safety net. And, you know, that's just one of many, many examples of letting things go. But as each object leaves our life, it is like a weight off of the shoulders. Yeah, something for me that, you know, has called me forward to love consciously through this is it's been a very different experience for me. This has actually been a really freeing and while it's had its moments, it's generally not been as difficult of a transition for me. And I think, you know, that's for a lot of reasons. I've always been the more minimalistic one and less sentimentalistic with certain things. And, you know, between addiction and incarceration and things that I went through, I've had nothing and, you know, really had to learn, like, how to live in small environments and how to live a minimalistic life. And so, for me, that was really comfortable. And, this is what loving consciously is y'all like this is when your partner is having a tough time you know it's holding firm in you know your your states of being like not allowing that to you know impact you and bring your state of being down and it's you know showing up in a way that holds them accountable to the person that they have chosen to be and committed to be in this conscious partnership or whatever conscious relationship structure you have in your life, you know, friend, sibling, etc. And it's also been, you know, at times triggering for me because I want, you know, my partner to be here with me in these moments and and enjoy these joyous moments and you know, he's processing through his own stuff. And so it's really called me forward to like be supportive and kind of put my experience aside and hold him accountable and hold myself accountable. And, you know, these are all just growing opportunities, but it's been quite the journey. Yeah. And a really good example of that is during our trial one this last weekend, we both had two completely different experiences. And just to put it frank, I was a ball of anxiety the entire time. Just hot mess express. Hot mess express. I mean, sitting here and realizing, okay, you can't just copy and paste your life in a house into an RV thinking you're just downsizing space. There's so many more things to think about from water to power to condensation on the windows to cooking differently. And it was just interesting to see us both have the same emotions come up, have the same worries come up, and then you kind of worked through them, didn't identify with them, moved through in a healthy way, and were able to enjoy the weekend and the experience. Whereas I kind of got stuck in those emotions, identified with that anxiety, took that on, and then had a panic attack on day two where you had to sit there and hold me and tell me it was okay and really show up as a loving and supportive partner, which I am so grateful for. Because that safety then allowed me to learn that lesson, come back from it, and learn to love and enjoy this beautiful experience that we're embarking on. Yeah, and to, you know, be authentic and be vulnerable here, I 
had one moment of panic. I don't know that panic was the right word. I think it was just a moment of, I really don't want to use overwhelm, but intense everything coming all at once. And it was, so we loaded up, we moved, we're fully moved out of the house, fully moved in the RV. We're going on our trial run about three hours away. And we hooked everything up. We got pulled out of the driveway. And as we were driving up our street to leave, you know, everything and anything that we own is now in this RV. We've left behind our, our home, our first home. And I just kind of, I mean, sobbing is kind of like the right way to describe it, but it was just this overwhelm of emotion for me and all the fear, all of the stuff that I had really, um, you know, efficiently and healthily been not identifying with was like all came up to be felt all at once. And something some people had been saying to us for a while is this is so brave you're so brave I could never do that I've always dreamed of doing that my fear would never let me do that I could never get rid of that much stuff I'm too attached to this over and over and over again that was the theme like dozens and dozens of people you're so brave we heard that so many times and to be honest I was like I don't really get what they're saying like what do you mean this is just like I'm just doing it and it's cool and it was that moment of pulling away, realizing, like, you know, everything that you care about is right here, and you're carrying your whole life with you, and you've let all of this go, and you don't have a quote-unquote physical house or address, like, and you are completely reliant upon yourself, and when, like, that really hit me and was real in my reality, not just something I was preparing for or thinking about, I definitely had a little bit of a moment and you know you showed up for me and just kind of like let me work through it let me cry through it and that is loving consciously and so that's what's going on with our RV and house journey and we will keep you all updated as we go through that next week next weekend we go to Crater Lake for four or five days which is five hours away so we went three hours away to the Mackenzie River area and now we're doing five hours to Crater Lake as our second trial run because we learned a lot we needed to make some changes we needed to get rid of some things and switch out some things and so we're going to do a second trial run but moving into kind of pillar number two here which is our journey back to spirituality and God and you know, kind of on this theme of the RV and surrendering to the universe and God working in our life, that's kind of the, that that's kind of it. You know, we're essentially saying we are trusting you and we are trusting God to guide us on our path. And part of that path for us, which I'll speak for myself, I didn't think I was going to ever step foot in the church again, was going to a spiritual center and finding community and a way to worship and praise and be in a spiritual space with other like-minded, open, loving people that are all worshiping and praising the same God, source, energy, whatever resonates with you without the shame or expectations that come with organized religion. Yeah, and I remember our first day going, you know, to Unity, we were just completely shaking in our boots, and you could feel the 
energetic walls and even just going and trying was such an act of healing and of shadow work for us because we both had kind of just decided that that wasn't a part of our lives and so it was a beautiful experience honestly and we were both crying we've both pretty much cried I think the whole time almost all the services we've been to and you know there's it's so different like there's no fear and there's no you know you you need a savior to be saved and then you're saved and you can go to heaven and it's just very encouraging you to work on yourself and your consciousness and you know service and love and meditation and prayer like we we meditate and there's no like altar it's you know images of all of the religions and it's just been a really incredible um it's been really incredible and it's really brought us and specifically our conscious partnership our conscious relationship back to a place of you know god union creator union universe union love union if you will and making that like the center and the focus and relying on that for strength and guidance and the most beautiful part for me and you know I'll let you share your thoughts and if this resonates for you but for me it's been I've started to look at you as God or creator like I've really started to look at you as like you are creator I mean I am as well but like when I am loving you I am loving you know God and it's like how can I love you like I would love God and how can I connect with you like I would connect with God and we've had some really profound you know spiritual and intimate and emotional verbal physical all of the above experiences this last month because that has really shifted for us and not that we didn't either one of us ever stop believing in God or you know a a higher power creator whatever you will but that's been the shift is like healing that aspect you know letting go of this um idea of organized religion and building a spiritual faith and practice and community and place to go that fits with us now that's beautiful and you touched on so many little gems there um the first one being kind of on theme with this idea of equality and how unity really accepts everyone Um, And we all have an equal part and an equal role in our relationship with God. And really our spiritual relationship with source, or again, whatever word resonates with you, is a personal one. At the end of the day, it's between you, the creator, and realizing the other thing that you touched on is this concept of oneness. It's the idea that we are all we are all the creation of god we are all god expressing itself we are all expected to see god in one another and being when you when you love me and i love you as god would love us which is unconditional love that is the true essence of a conscious partnership It's coming together and saying, I see the creator in you. You see that in me. We are going to, as the imperfect humans that we currently are in these meat suits, come together and love each other so much that we create the space to heal and become closer to that expression of Christ, that expression of God consciousness, and allow that to shine through. Mm, Yes, that. 
that exactly and our kind of running joke and running thing that's been a theme in our relationship this last month has been adding most of the time to a lot of the things we say because we want to be really clear that we are not perfect and we do not do any of these things 100% of the time most days it's most of the time and so um you know something really vulnerable I could you know share and I think we as a society are really uncomfortable talking about sex and you know some of you may be family or friends and I'd encourage you to just kind of like hear me out here but something I said and an experience I think we both had is you know when we were connecting intimately is like I felt like I was connecting intimately with you know God and consciousness and oneness and I think I had you know felt that before I just never really viewed it from that lens and in that intensity and so we're really just seeing this like shift in our relationship of you know that being the center of our relationship and you know in our intro we talked about our new conscious partnership being founded on a commitment to personal growth and unconditional love and it's kind of evolving a little bit right now to be a commitment to personal growth unconditional love and this you know divine union and honoring the sacredness of that and finding ways to make that work for us in our really interesting and taboo weird life of you know ethical non-monogamy and all of these other things so um the other thing I think we kind of forgot to mention which we can touch on as we move into this third section of relationships is our conscious commitment ceremony coming up so we have two sections in this relationship topic we want to touch on we want to talk about our relationship and then um, everything that happened when we went back home with you know kind of family relationships but focusing on our relationship we have this ceremony coming up and we're super excited for it yeah i mean we get to celebrate our seven years together and as we embark on this next phase of our life we are taking some time to sit with the commitment that we made when we got together uh, unconsciously to be in relationship and to kind of look over the past seven years and the lessons that we've learned the people that we've become because the two of us have lived lifetimes together at this point between the experiences that we've had and the growth that we've had and really sitting and questioning is this somebody that I want to spend my future with is this you know now that we've kind of done this seven-year cycle is this something I want to continue doing and the answer for me is yes I would love to continue doing life with you I mean I think we all know what my answer is. I wouldn't have planned the damn ceremony if it wasn't, (laughs) but the answer for me is yes, too, and that's such a beautiful, you know, um, touch on what this ceremony is. It's really, we had a beautiful wedding, and we loved each other very much, and those versions of ourselves, you know, are a part of us and are real, and we're valid at that time, and we're just not those people anymore, and those vows that we made way back when while you know sure beautiful and applicable they are much more than that now and this ties right back into our title today and our topic of equality because back then you know we didn't have equality in our relationship there was a very like typical spouse you know I'm the husband it's my job to provide and etc and a lot of those biases and most of them unconscious but like 
it really has evolved and we've started to create this equality and this conscious partnership and so it's only fitting that you know to say goodbye to Oregon and all of our friends we're having this super casual fun authentic queer potluck thing where we're actually gonna read our love story and then read our old vows and our new conscious commitments to each other and declare you know that we for all of whatever time we have left together on this earth we still and again choose each other and choose consciousness and that as we are now these conscious people we consciously choose each other because I chose you then and I've chosen you every day since but this is a very different type of choice and so that's what that is and I can't wait for that it's in two weeks from today actually um anything you want to add to that before we move on no you can't you guys can't see me but I'm just sitting here with a big old giddy smile because I know what we've gone through to to get here I know what a big deal it is for both of us to choose love to you know in our culture and our society it's so prevalent to you know when something's broken to throw it away and replace it or find something new or you know if something's not serving me look for something better right versus sitting down and saying what can i do to change and bring a better more healed version of myself to this relationship and continue creating something new with the person that I love that's so good and I'm just having this kind of like flashback or review in my mind of you know when we separated last at the end of last year and that most I mean statistically most if not all you know couples would have divorced and would have given up and we both by you know literally the grace of God and a spiritual awakening realized that we'd spent you know, six and a half years, almost seven, you know, almost seven years at that point, pointing the finger at the other person and trying to change the other person and blaming the other person and egoically reacting to the other person, etc. You get the point. And when we really just started to awaken and look inward and take accountability for ourselves, work on ourselves and build this foundation of equal partners you know no no roles no expectations no biases no anything like I'm a human you're a human we're in this together we're not enemies it really just massively changed and catapulted everything so super excited for that but last thing we have here in this kind of relationships category is family and friends like there have been a lot of relationships in our life that have undergone you know great change in the last month and some on my side some on your side some on our side and a lot of really um you know productive and also challenging conversations have been had and one thing that's kind of this overarching theme for me is both of us showing up for the other person and we've really started to kind of get into this groove of like deeply honoring and respecting the other person's thoughts and being like hey what do you think about this like can you ego check this for me like is my perception off here is there anything like I'm missing or when the other person just kind of gives that because that's what a conscious partnership is holding that mirror up we've both gotten a lot better this last month about okay thank you for that perspective let me take a minute to sit with that and yeah, that's been that's been a big piece of growth that I've realized. But the theme really has just been dynamically changing relationships, whether it be them ending or new doors opening. 
um, it's, you know, it's been a lot. Yeah, and or changes in existing relationships. It's interesting as we kind of move into this new journey and embody this new version of ourselves, the people that that resonates with um, come closer and the people that it doesn't um, tend to go on their own journey, which is beautiful and amazing in its own way. It means that, you know, our cycle together on this planet has kind of reached its end for this time and the lessons have been learned on both parts at this time and with love you know we we move forward on our path as we change our containers and a beautiful experience that we recently had was actually going back to Arizona as our higher selves as you will or our our more healed selves because we're not fully healed we are more healed than we were yesterday and most of the time (laughs) I love that most of the time and going back to you know Arizona and seeing family that we hadn't seen for years including my parents uh, which we haven't had a relationship with the entire time um, we've been together and that relation actually caused a lot of our early relationship trauma and so coming back as ourselves and actually getting to talk to them and actually being received with love and a hug and um, having the opportunity to address kind of this elephant in the room of hey this happened what are we going to choose for our future and coming together as a family kind of in love without necessarily knowing where the end result is going to be but just having that commitment and having that conscious decision to say hey we all want healing we're all willing to work towards this and let go of the past and treat one another with respect so what does that look like yeah it is i'm still processing (laughs) um it's been several weeks and if i'm being honest i still think about it and i'm like wow that happened I mean, to go from where, you know, we used to be, it really just shows y'all that when you do the inner work, like anything is possible. And when you do the inner work, anything can be healed and it really all can be worked on. And so I'm grateful. We are cautiously optimistic. You know, we have no expectations and we're just going to keep showing up as our authentic loving conscious selves and that's all we can do we only have the now so we're not going to live in the past and we're not going to live in the future and really too like I think what was kind of that profound moment when you know we were invited in and just kind of sat down and you just kind of like went for it and said your said your little elevator pitch was approaching it from this place of equality like there's no parent-child relationship here there's no you know there's been this this you know authority and power issue in this dynamic on multiple parts and so just kind of coming together as four human beings saying hey how can we work together to you know heal this has been pretty profound and so I'm looking forward to seeing you know what what possibilities are because anything is possible and I really just believe that we're all as a human race being called forward to heal these things and address those unhealed things and address these imbalances of power and you know that we see in the world right now so 
yeah, relationships have been kind of the theme this past month, and it's been intense. Yeah, it's been intense, and it it really all starts with us. When you think about relationship, most people default to oh, relationship with others, right? This this concept that it is other than myself. It's a relationship with someone else. But when you take a step back and really realize we are all equal, we are all one with God and the Creator, you are in relationship with yourself. You are treating the other person the way that you would want to be treated. You are treating them with love. And sometimes when we can't bring our best self the most loving thing that we can do is take some time apart to look inward because I'll admit for the better part of the last seven years I was not and have not been capable of bringing my unbiased self to the situation because of the expectations of a parent-child relationship or whatever label I was putting on this particular situation prevented me from coming in unbiased and seeing the unhealed parts of my family members and meeting those with love rather than having my ego be triggered and then reacting to that. And so working on myself was really loving them. Mm, So good. So that's where we're at. And, you know, our relationship is rapidly changing and really being, you know, stretched and pushed and and edges trimmed off through not only this journey of moving into the RV and I would say like extreme self-reliance and minimalism and trust in the universe, but this journey to God and, you know, church and community, these new, you know, high vibe conscious relationships entering our lives. And, you know, the other major thing I think we completely forgot to mention is like you're working with a life coach now and I am in a program called Sovereign Spirit, where I'm, you know, doing some deep inner healing wounds around, um, you know, specifically my parents, but that those are two new things we've added. And we're still doing the spiritual academy together and the financial, you know, collective mastermind that we're in. So lots of moving parts have kind of been coming forward and, you know, just seeing these changes with relationships, seeing these changes with family and, really hopeful. Hope has been a word that, you know, you and I haven't used much. It's never really been like a theme and it's been a major theme and I'll let you kind of share the story because I'm still honestly so baffled. I don't think I can get through it, but when we went to visit Arizona, something really cool happened. Yeah. Hope has been an energetic topic that the universe has been given to us as we navigate this uncertain time in our relationship and this uncertain time in our life of kind of shedding the past and stepping into this unknown future, whenever we're in a dark spot, the universe usually gives us a little gift. And in this moment, it was in the form of hope, physically in a rock that said hope on it, that randomly appeared in your bag in the airport Okay, I changed my mind. I'm literally like, I can't stay quiet. 
we went to Arizona and we had this bag. It's our travel bag and it's like the perfect size and we can carry, you know, all our important stuff and we take it everywhere, like everywhere we go. And so it was glued to my hip and I had chocolate in it as well. So I was like carrying it in everywhere we went, every restaurant and, you know, cause it's hot as ridiculousness in, in Tucson and long story short, I had this bag and the whole trip goes by and we get home and we go to unpack the bag and there's this green crystal rock with the word hope on it. We have no idea where it came from. Sorry, someone somewhere in Tucson, Arizona slipped it into my bag. And it's so funny because I like had a download and if you will, like a a message, a spirit, somebody, something talking to me, telling me to like look in my bag. And I remember thinking like, this is really weird and kind of just like not paying it any mind. But I literally heard um, on an intercom in the airport, you know, don't leave your bag unattended and make sure you check because someone could have put something in there that like it literally said these words that, you know, you're traveling with luggage you don't know you're traveling with. And I remember thinking, wow, that is an unusual thing. I've never heard in an airport before like that. And thinking about checking my bag and I was like, "Eh, no, you know, whatever. Went back and laid back down. And when we got home and unpacked it, it was there. So the universe, literally God, whoever put this hope rock in our bag. And we now have it at the plant at the entryway of our RV and it's green, which is the color of our, our RV and the color of your heart chakra, which is everything to do with love and oneness and connection and loving consciously. So that was a super cool story to share with you all. Yeah, and as we receive this beautiful gift of hope, let this moment with us be that gift of hope to you as well. Let's take a moment, look at any area in your life where you may be feeling uncertain or discouraged or whatever emotions coming up for you at this time just know that there's hope just know that time will pass and will continue and you will grow and be stronger and have new different experiences nothing is permanent there is always hope and as we've learned in our relationship and our relationship with others things can change quickly so Remember to stay strong, stay in the light, and love one another. Yeah, and just summarizing this, and then we will let you all go with the challenge of, you know, sitting with this idea of equality and what that means for all of your relationships, but really just, (coughs) so sorry, y'all, this is life, this is unfiltered and raw, really just encouraging you all to love each other equally and at its core another part of equality and love is not viewing the other person as your enemy not viewing the other person as you know something to point the finger at or attack or blame or change and when you can really just embody that you will see so much incredible change in your life so thank you for being here with us thank you for your grace as i'm a little under the weather and we've been away for a few weeks and we're adjusting and navigating to how the heck we're going to make this podcast journey work in the rv we love you all and we will see you all next week